right before, when we were waiting for you for 20 minutes, we were talking about, <laughs> we were talking Got about him. getting in cybersecurity <laughs> and getting in on the ground floor and becoming a cybersecurator. So then you could figure out like what kind of crazy technology is out there. While I love where your head's at, I'm not certain getting into cybersecurity in 2020 would be a quote unquote on the ground floor. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get in on this thing. We gotta invest. Buy low, sell high. Yeah, have, you guys ever, have you guys ever thought we should probably start protecting these computer dingy things that we've got? Call me a cyber securitor. I've got a great I've got a great idea, you guys. Lydia inserts monocle and becomes Monopoly Man. Boy, I've got a business here, I think. I think I do. I wanna just go on Shark Tank and riff. <laughs> just <laughs> oh man just see what i can come up with just go up there just uh yeah so uh you know i'm here today and uh thinking about uh, give me a suggestion give me, give me a suggestion come on think about come on come on <laughs> thinking about snacks uh what do you think about snacks you guys like snacks okay i got a yes over here uh we're gonna we're gonna let's let's see this through. that's exactly exactly what i would do well did you know that if you uh if you dehydrate alpaca oh. And turn it into a powder. No. You can make sourdough bread out of alpaca powder. This is... Wow, that got dark quickly. <laughs> is it true? Ryan's, I'm ripping. Ryan's I'm murdering sure alpacas I I on his first job. snack pitch. <laughs> snack pitch to alpaca freeze they got, dry. They got food on. Mm. They've got food on Shark Tank all the time. They do have food on Shark Tank. I watch the hell out of some Shark Tank. I love that. Anyway, it's a little podcast. Your... That's Ryan. That's Lydia. I'm Spencer. I've never seen Shark newly, Tank. <laughs> newly christened a Shark Tank appreciation show where Lydia and I riff about products that are real and see if we can get money from rich okay, people. Okay, for my 30th birthday, we've got four years. We're going, yeah, we're planning you and me, Ryan, are going on Shark Tank. <laughs> Yo. And it's going to be, I don't know how we're going to get in, but we're literally going to pull a, lo a long prank. I like how the whole I'm idea totally I like how the whole idea is to not prepare and you set a date four years in the future. <laughs> well, it's just a big day when I turn thirty. That's a big day. Sure. Also, if we're gonna show up unprepared, we've gotta get unprepared. You know, we gotta like deep prepare. Forget everything you know about marketing, Ryan. You got four years. <laughs> I have to clear my mind literally entirely. Oh my god. Oh boy! Well, that's on. That's a good bit. I like yeah, it. <laughs> I like it. I'm there. I'll I'll be in Los Angeles with I you. I hope you pitch yelling. the concept of cybersecurity in 2024 <laughs> to Mark Cuban. <laughs> Hopefully, maybe I'm okay, married okay, to like out. a cybersecurity boy by then, <laughs> and then really I'm in on the ground floor. It's a long time away. You might be you? a cybersecurity boy by then. Four years is a good amount of time to figure out how to do something like that. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. I'm sorry. Sure. <laughs> I'm just sorry I did that. <laughs> Before you joined, Ryan, we we got here because we were talking about how in a in a one minute span, according to Gmail last night, I got over 500 spam emails. <laughs> oh, good. Uh -huh. I got fucking hacksered, bro. They was it 500 so, of the same email, no, or was it just, some, like, some, random... Some fucking leet hacksaw got me, bruv. Dude. Did, did they get into your email, no. or they just added your email to a spam list? I think, I think what had happened was the... Uh, what happened was? 
the the paid. Well, I don't want to tell this on the podcast. <laughs> not, not Here's exactly how I was yeah, saying. Someone loud. listening might want to do maybe, it the exact same way. Maybe again. I'll keep that part to myself. Anyway. Oh my god. The uh, the best. Yeah, uh, guys, we had, we had to open a new. It's hello at whatifpodcast.com now because you motherfuckers ruined our last one. <laughs> I honestly was thinking for a second, like, did I use this email when we signed up for that paranormal dating site, or... Do you guys still have that login? No, because we gave it out, we gave the login info out on the podcast, and then someone immediately changed it. You guys fucking ruined it for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Darn it. So that account exists, but we haven't been in control of it for many moons. Yeah, the idea was we were going to have a crowdsourced profile, like we were going to create a fake human that we all got to wait. And I on, guess we did. We we just aren't participating in it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Someone's, that's true. Yeah, someone's having and a good one time. listener. Hopefully, so ha yeah, one listener is having a maybe good time. perhaps it was a godsend for them. Yeah, who knows? They may be married to a ghost by now. God, is that the point? <laughs> I think it's to find other people who are also into weird shit. I think it's better if you go on there looking for ghosts, though. <laughs> I am specifically looking Maybe for the ghost of my ex-wife. A match.com for you. <laughs> what, what is that? Like, M-seeking G? Man-seeking ghost? Yeah. <laughs> well, for yeah. me, at least, yeah. I mean, preferably... Yeah, that's a yes cool. for me, dog. Preferably a lady ghost, but, <laughs> you know, whatever. I'm not too picky. Wait, are we, did we just move from Shark Tank to American Idol? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yo, we, I don't know what our, what we would be rating, but the three of us could have a pretty good, like, come show us your talent of some kind and we'll tell you what we think How about, about it. How about for breakdancing, yo-yoing, pole vaulting, pogo sticking, we Ooh. have people come on and do circus tricks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are all things I'm not very good at. I don't have any like, Here's wisdom the thing. In I'm good at all of them. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so the show will just be us looking at you and saying, What are do you think, Lydia? And I'll just keep saying, that's a yes from me, dog, because I'm incredibly <laughs> inclusive. Are, are the sharks, having not seen Shark Tank, but sort of knowing the general idea, are they experts in the things that they're being pitched? They're just no, like evaluating they're experts um, in money. They're, they're yeah. experts in business and like supply chain and like marketing and advertising. So they know how to like take products to market, which is sort of the idea that if it's a product that they have experience taking to market, they're like, oh, yeah, we've done a version of this before and I can invest in your business. Right. But they're not like direct subject matter experts. Like if they have someone on pitching alpaca bread. One of the sharks is not a baker, right? Have you ever heard Simon Cowell sing? No. Yeah, exactly. You can be I Italian. I don't want to. Well, right, but the dude is an A&R who has signed, like, many of the most famous acts in the last 30 years and executive produced has them he, as well. Like, I, has I, I think really? That, I think that's, that counts as expertise in the field. Sometimes it's just about good taste. Maybe it'd be maybe we do a cooking show. Maybe it's Great British Bake Off, but, like, we just have people make us food and then we say what we think about it. Right. No. Lydia says okay, no. Fair enough. No food. Well, th <laughs> that's a no from her. That's enough for me just because I'm super jealous of people that can cook and it would really get under my skin that I'm unable and then I'd have a whole breakdown on live television. Sounds like good content. Wouldn't that be the best part though that someone would be making you super dope delicious food and you'd be like, ha I can't do that, but now I can still have it. <laughs> okay. That you just changed my mind like that. And you don't have to know shit. Paul Hollywood every week is just like 
either basically says it tastes like the thing that it's supposed to taste like. Like if somebody says they're making like a caramel something, he'll be like, it's got a good caramel flavor to it. It's like, yeah, dog. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's raisin bread. Yeah. Well, all right. I, I was thinking about this today. You get to stay. It really, it really is. It really do be fake it till you make it. Like, I was cooking a little something up for myself today, and like I said, not sure how to do that. And then my sure. sister was like, "Can I watch you cook?" And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can watch. Watch me cook. You can watch. You're watch not gonna me, learn watch anything. Watch me cook, George. <laughs> but I still, I still was able to make her think that I was good at something. See? Hell yeah! You're ready. Fake it till you make I it. I love You're lying. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna grab that as a sounder and press that button for every one of our stories going forward. I love lying. I just. I love. I love. I love. I love lying. <laughs> Lydia, has anything brought you joy recently that you'd like to share? And also, even if you wouldn't like to share, it's required that you share. Yeah. Yeah. I understand the rules. (laughs) And I'll play by them. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I really am appreciating how it feels to be a dog owner. Hell yeah. That's really bringing me a lot of happiness. That's... You are are now a... You are now a contributing member to Dad Dog's Ghost Blog. Exactly. I got a 100-pound German Shepherd Great Dane mix. Is he really that big? Oh, that's a Yeah, dude, he walked into dog. the room, and I said, my God, you're huge. And I unfortunately <laughs> and then you brought him to home. bring you home. <laughs> <laughs> he was only $200. He was at animal control. $2 a pound. That's Aww. a good deal. It was a really sick deal. I mean, if I would have gotten him full bred from a breeder, he'd be he'd be a grand a grand worth a worth a grand dog. A, my, a, my dog was twenty dollars a pound when when all is told. So you got a great yeah. You got, you got your dog for fifty cents a pound. Unbelievable. Lydia, that's pretty. That's impressive. just awful math, Ryan. <laughs> you were so cheap. You were so cheap. <laughs> no, no, no. You were such a good deal. Oh, what a nice deal. That's what I'll say. What a nice deal. Hashtag marketing. (laughs) (laughs) It's not bad. What's your what's your dog's name? Do you care to tell the show? I named him Dylan after Bob Dylan. And look, I know people are gonna be like, Bob Dylan hated women. I don't care. All right, fair point. You get to say that. (laughs) My favorite songwriter. (laughs) And look, I don't care. I just don't. (laughs) That's just true. Fair, I guess. Did you see? uh, Did you see Bobby Dill Pickles got a whole big paycheck this week? Yeah, but I have a feeling that? that perhaps maybe he knows he's gonna die soon. Oh, wow. You know? So he wanted to, like, control it before he passed? Yeah, like, I want to say in what happens here, and also I kind of want to have money to give to my family or something, or... I'm sure Bob Dylan has plenty of money to give to his well, family. He's at got this a couple year. extra hundred mil now, though, doesn't he? It was something stupid big. Three, I think three to 350 is what they're estimating. How, okay. How do you possibly make that money back? Well, I was wondering what the rights, what the rights entail. Yeah. Because, like, do they get some portion of his streaming revenue going forward? 
Probably. Because they own the masters? It's all coming it was the, from me. Well, it was the publishing, right? Or, I think it was publishing, but did they get some portion of that then? I'm, I'm that saying that's, Is that part of your I'm publishing? I'm saying that's different than owning your masters. Um, I mean, yeah, you sh- <sighs> streaming revenue is going to be on the like mechanical side, which would be separate from owning the like songs themselves, the publishing side. So I would think it would only be like licensing. Yeah. And then, you know, cover versions and other uses, like interpretations of those songs. Like if there were, you know, you could do a, a Bob Dylan musical or whatever. You could do anything commercial you wanted as well, like commercial advertising, marketing, licensure of music for that stuff. I'm assuming that deal, though, was both sides, like both the, the publishing and the mechanical, right? Do you know, Lydia? I, I Okay. Because otherwise you wouldn't even really be able to license that shit without owning both halves. And that number seems way too low for just one of them. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, unless there was some pretty, like, specific predefined here's what we're going to do i mean if you own if you own publishing can you go we're going to make a we're going to make a 10 album wax re-release catalog of bob dylan's 100 greatest songs and just like sell that shit so it's the difference between the like the songs as they are on paper like the lyrics and melody and chords and shit and the specific recordings of them so I'm saying if you own... It, so the publishing, you get the paper. Yes. You if you the own the publishing, version. you don't own the specific recordings of those songs that Bob Dylan did whenever he did mm. them. So like so a reissue, you'd have to own them. the mechanical rights, which I'm assuming some record label still does, unless that was also part of the deal. Probably Columbia. Right. I see. Mm-hmm. So with owning the publishing... They could make a deal with Taylor Swift, and Taylor Swift could make a cover album of sixteen Bob Dylan songs, and they could sell the shit out and of they that, would get and they'd make a shitload. All of, of the writers' share. It's it's it. Whoever bought that, it's now on paper, as if they wrote every Bob Dylan song, because they own the rights to the writing of right. it. I'm incredibly hmm. jealous <laughs> of, of his third of a billion dollars he got handed over. Or this the week. person no, who no. can now take credit for his songs. Yeah, I want to take credit for those songs. <laughs> maybe, hey, look, maybe if we raise enough money on Shark Tank with our idea, we can flip it to buy Bobby's catalog, and then you wrote all of Bob Dylan's songs. Dude, what about this, though, Ryan? It is the, Tell this me. is my universe. This is my life. So didn't, if everybody is me... And I am everybody. Didn't I technically we, write Bob Dylan's songs? We just took a hell of a leap. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> also, I may well, have led you guys slightly astray. I didn't mean you can literally say, I, Lydia Hoagland, wrote these songs. I just meant, like, for fi- financial purposes, it is as if you did. Well, didn't you I? You can't though? just, like, cross out his name and put yours on it. <laughs> I don't, it's I don't my think reality. <laughs> I'm going to call him. And I'm going to say, look, dude, I've projected you out of my mind. You're just going to take Bob Dylan's catalog of records and just Photoshop your face very poorly over his face. You can't. I kind of look like him with my haircut now. (laughs) You're not totally wrong. Just give me a... Oh, man, we need fucking help, buddy. (laughs) Yes! Yeah! 
<laughs> yes! Big facts. I'm so sorry I didn't. I just assumed you'd seen that video and knew it by heart. Oh, no. But I have so many of those sounds on here now. God, good. Good God. <laughs> it's 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 an entire page, if not more, on the soundboard right now. Am I lying? Am I lying? <laughs> it's a BB fucking wheel, man. Can you guys can I'll do all of them again and then you can sample me doing them. Perfect. We'll layer you in there. We'll layer you in there. Ryan, uh to get us slightly back on track, what's brought you joy recently? Um You know what, man, not to bring it down, but I'll say I had I I had a good day yesterday. And it was the first time in a couple of few months that I straight up like reflected back on my day and was like, I had a good day today. And I like, I like felt the feeling of like, I feel happy today. Like I, I reflected on that feeling. I, yeah. I mean, y'all know I've had a hard few months and, uh, yeah, just, it was like, it was a very specific, like it kind of hit me when I felt it. Cause I was like, Oh, Oh, that's what that is. So, I feel like th- yeah. So anyway, I feel like those are. I had a good day yesterday. I'll just leave it at that. I won't get too specific, but that was my joy this week. Is like being reminded of what that feeling feels like. I feel like I those are it. hard to come by just in general these days. That's fucking real. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking real. Um, yes. All right, I'll bring it back up and much sillier. I watched a Muppet Christmas Carol for the first time yo. at age thirty-four last night. <laughs> oh yeah. Yo, all right. That, well, I don't know what you had to get to today, Spencer, <laughs> but I know what we're talking about for the next 20 minutes. That movie bangs hard. Have you not seen it? Have you never heard that, seen that I've movie? I've never seen it. Oh, man. You got to watch it as soon as we're done here. Okay. It's, oh, I will. no. Now we can't talk about it for 20 minutes because Lydia's never I've seen never it. I've never seen it, and I'm not letting you ruin it. Let me give you the pitch. I won't. Yeah, give me the synopsis. Give me the cliff it's, notes. I mean, it's a Christmas Carol, so you probably know the general story. Who plays Scrooge? So it's Michael Caine. M- Michael fucking Caine, and he crushes and everyone else. I, everyone else is a Muppet. <laughs> have I told you guys the joke I've been working on for 10 years? Oh, boy. Was it the one about champ and champion that you that bombed earlier no but i'll tell that one too did you guys know that champ is short for champion <laughs> the delivery's not helping it's still not funny <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking good okay here's the real joke that i've been working on michael kane <clears throat> goes into a party and uh every it's a everybody's party and everybody's doing a lot of drugs a lot of party and and michael kane shows up and michael's at the party and people are doing a lot of drugs and there's a lot of drugs happening and so then michael kane bursts into a bathroom and someone says someone says michael kane and he goes you want some of my cocaine he thinks he thinks he's not he's offering instead of he's offering to give him cocaine uh-huh. Oh, man, we right. need fucking help, buddy. <laughs> I've been working on it for 10 years. Maybe year 11 will be like the it's one. It's going to need another 10. <laughs> so you, don't, you didn't like it even a, at all? How did that? I mean, I see, where you're, I see where you're going there. When you say working on for 10 years, what does that entail? I'll tell you. Thinking Please about do. it and then telling it once a year. <laughs> okay. Are, have there been cool. like edits and revisions annually? You have like an annual review? Um, what would it, what would it be three, t- three, every three years? Tri- triannual review? Triannual. 
How'd you get? Okay, so you, the next review is in not for two years. Yeah, because right, okay. I, I just told it, so it's starting now. Right, right. Oh man, to be honest, to get that joke to where it needs to be, I think you're gonna have to review that a little more frequently. <laughs> you might want to go down to biannual at least. At least, at least once every two when years. When I came up, when you, I came up with it, I'm telling you, I, st- I stood up in bed. I said, "This is genius." <laughs> I did not sit up. I stood up in bed. <laughs> I stood up. I just bolted. That's good. That's how I you know. I ran to the paper and it came through me like cocaine. Like cocaine. <laughs> like, like cocaine. Like my cocaine. Like my cocaine. Uh, Spencer is is uh, is Rizzo the rat not just like a thing that puts your smile on, a smile on your face for that? He's whole an all time great. Smile on the face. It puts my smile on my face. Put your smile on your yep. face, not your smile on my Rizzo face. Rizzo the Rat changed my face. I was happy and I enjoyed. And I am here for the food. <laughs> oh, That's man, a good Rizzo. Rizzo. You gotta okay, watch, I'll watch it. it. It's I'll so watch good. it because it's it's literally like my favorite childhood Christmas movie. I watched that movie religiously every year when I was a kid, and I fucking loved it. Yeah, well, I'm really like pretty good music in it. Like the music is original and pretty, like not bad. Uh, <sighs> Katie sobbed through like ninety percent of the whole thing. I love- there is a couple parts that are pretty easy to cry at. I will acknowledge. Oh my god! We a, I just love that it's Katie cries as easily as I do. What does she though? Because I feel like she's not like a just cry. It's exclusively Muppet movies. Only okay. Muppet movies. <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway, that's what at your wedding you had to like project. The Muppets take New York behind your head First of all, so that she would have like Muppets take Manhattan, Ryan. Catch Muppets up. Muppets take oh, Manhattan. Right. Secondly, Ryan. we didn't have to, but we did Sorry. choose. I didn't to. even know that was an option. <laughs> all right. Ryan, real quick, let's talk about better help. Do you need some help? Y'all- yes. <laughs> oh man, man, we need fucking help, buddy. <laughs> I don't know if I can put that Everybody in the Everybody needs that's some okay. help. Uh if you need some help, if you are struggling with anger issues or depression or anxiety or a whole host of other things go to betterhelp.com slash what if you get set up with a licensed professional therapist who you can start talking with in under 24 hours yeah you can uh you can interact with them through the app you can text with them you can email with them you can set up video calls uh, so that you get the communication that you need through the channel that works best for you, for your time and for your schedule and uh, and for your comfort level as well. Absolutely. So if you want to start taking charge of your mental health today, go to betterhelp.com slash what if and you'll get 10% off your first month of therapy. Everybody's going to therapy. Do it. I have a topic for us. Lydia and I discussed it. Oh God! Briefly yesterday. This show has topics. Sometimes, um, we we got an email or a voicemail from that one dude. I don't remember who it was now. Who was like, "You guys did the worsts of all time, but this year fucking oh, wait. this year fucking sucks. So you guys should do like some bests of all time." So that's what we're doing today. Yo, I gotta I gotta shout that cat out because he straight up hit me up and was like, "Yo, you guys roasted me, and like I'm sorry." And I was like, "Nah, dude, you ain't got to apologize. It wasn't like that. We were just fucking around." First of all, but I think it was only me bad, that roasted him, and, I, and now I'm taking a suggestion, so I think we're good. I just felt bad that we made somebody feel bad. Oh, well, yeah, that was not our intent. <laughs> <laughs> 
no. now we're doing your episode and but, we wasted the first 25 minutes of it talking about <laughs> Shark Tank and Muppets. <laughs> hey, that's a good intro. Spent. I was going to say, that doesn't sound we like didn't a waste, waste it. to we me. Spent. We spent. We enjoyed it. the first 25 minutes. There you go. Okay, so I wanted to start with like some of the more, uh, maybe more traditional best of all times, and then yeah. work our way out into the, the real extremities. I'm ready. I'm, I'm actually quite curious to know what you mean by like classic greatest of all times. Cause I don't know if I, we're talking, I don't know if I like, we're talking cannonballing. <laughs> That's later, but, <laughs> but yes, that is on the list. Cannonballing, uh-huh. Jumping in a lake. No, no, no. Yeah. Like being, being shot out, human cannonballing. Or is a greatest one of all time. I'm now I'm lost. already. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even said one thing and I'm fucking gone. <laughs> all right. We'll, we'll back up. So when I said more traditional, for instance, who is the greatest athlete of all time? Oh, so you're saying like Michael Jordan or like whatever. Right. So you're saying Tiger Woods. Right. My argument is that if we're going like more modern and like the, the four uh, big sports, Wayne Gretzky is really the only option. Okay. I don't think Lydia or I are going to argue with We're you not going to spend very long here because none of us do. Okay. Crazy thing, though. So I had to, like, keep Googling crazier and crazier shit to get to the topics that I really wanted because most, if you, like, Google greatest of all time, it's a bunch of shit like this where, like, yeah. if so hockey uses points, which are a combination. You get two points for a goal, I believe, and one for an assist, right? Oh, yeah. So they combine them into a single stat, which is a measure of, like, total offense, basically. Yeah. So Gretzky is first time on that on that list uh, at two thousand eight hundred and fifty seven. If he had not scored a single goal in his career, he still would be first on that list. <gasps> he has more assists than any other player has combined goals and assists in the history of hockey. That does is that in any way. A reflection of how long he played hockey? Like, how long was he actually in the league? Yeah, for sure it is. Um, In other words, he scored 44% more points than the person who's second on the list of all-time point scorers. That is pretty fucking wild. Like, a 44% gap between you and the second best person to do the thing that you did. That's incredible. Uh, He played from 1979 until 1999. That's so, also oh, so he did a full 20 years in the NHL. Yeah. Um, I always kind of felt like, well, not always, but I feel like in the last few years, the answer to this is not the big four, but I felt like the, the, uh, or a common answer to this has become Serena Williams. Hmm. Yeah. Just because she's so unquestionably the, the best female tennis player of all time and like her actual records of wins and grand slam titles and singles titles bests. I think any man's number of titles as well. Nice. He just seems to be like, I don't know in, in the conversation around like greatest at her thing of all time. Yeah. You know, she's number one. So if we, if we take it out of uh like single, like greatest at a sport athlete. Yeah. Uh, 
Jim Thorpe should probably be pretty high on the list. Foosball. Yeah. Foosball? Football. Oh, football. <laughs> be tight foosball. If he was. <laughs> Billy Madison. <laughs> Billy Madison foosball. Or not Billy Madison. Fucking Waterboy foosball. What am I it would be it. amazing, though, if the greatest athlete of all time was a foosball player. Yes. <laughs> um, Bro, he spun that shit so hard it burned through the table. Oh, my God. <laughs> So, dude is like, you know, one of the best football players of all time. Um, also has Olympic medals, not in football, um, for pentathlon and decathlon. Oh, what? Huh? Dude, what is... Sorry, go ahead. What? <laughs> what is a pentathlon? I need to look up what the fuck a decathlon is because... Like, I know that means there's 10 sports or 10 things you're doing. It's, I have no fucking idea what those 10 things 10 are. It's 10 track and field things. I can list them for you if you'd like. It's the 100... I'd love to I'd love to hear okay. that. It's the 100 meter, the long jump, the shot put, the high jump, the 400 meter, the 110 meter hurdles, the discus, the pole vault, the javelin, and the 1500 meter. So it's basically, you have to do like every track and field event. And is there some sort of weighting between them, or is it even weighting and you rank against a certain number of players and you get like um, five points for first and four points for second and three points for third? And it, It's point-based. I don't know what the formula is. Got I it. think... It seems difficult to score things that are like distance-based and height-based and time-based and... So I think it's just... Against other people. I think it's like first, second, third place for each event gets a set number of points. So like if you get first in an event, it's 1,000 points. So like the max score would be 10,000. If you get second in an event, it's 900 points. Third, you get 800. So like you got to score in the top three or four to get points in an event and then you just sum all of them i can't imagine doing anything physical (laughs) (laughs) yes jumping over something tall just sounds literally impossible also how would i even remotely i have an affinity for pole vaulting i think that's really freaking cool you can be it in the 1912 olympics so it also may have been slightly different um, yes. He, he also played professional baseball. Very for, good. For six years. For what team? Uh, the New York Giants and then the Cincinnati Reds. Very good. Very um, good. <laughs> People were just walking up to Jim Thorpe, handing him like a fucking marble and being like, hey, Jim, th- throw that shit 500 <laughs> yards. And he was like, no problem. <laughs> oh, Seriously. my God. But you need me to do something. Hey, Jim, jump on that box. No problem. <laughs> but like, it's like, dude played professional, professionally in multiple sports. Won Olympic medals. Is considered won two gold medals. Uh, is considered like one of the best ever in a sport. Um, also was like, I believe, uh, played. He played some other sport in. Oh yeah, he played basketball too. How tall? How tall? <laughs> How, t- fair, how tall? Fair question. Uh, six six one, two hundred and two uh, pounds. Yeah, so mm-hmm. bigger than me. I'll you tell you what. Two hundred and two pounds. Six one two o oh, two. That's. I mean, he's he got some he got some muscle on him. That's a big bastard to be fucking pole vaulting too. I gotta imagine. Fuck and and high jumping, bro. Yeah. You you just taking off. Um. Okay. Let's get wow. to more fun ones than sports. 
Um, do you want... In this, I found my favorite Wikipedia article of all time, possibly, which is Wikipedia's list of superlative trees. Superlative trees? Yes, as in trees that exude greatness. <laughs> oh, are we just talking like the biggest bastards out mm-hmm. there? Bro, give me some. Okay. I'm so ready. Are we going to the Redwood motherfucking forest in California? Ryan, what are you doing next Next October 27th? I don't know. Are we going somewhere? Yeah, for my my golden birthday, my Ooh. my twenty seventh birthday, we're gonna go on a tree tour. Spencer and I already talked about it. Which which trees are we touring? Okay, starting so, in Oregon. Well, none of them are in Oregon, but Lydia wants to start in Oregon to buy some mushrooms first. Okay, there's some Period. pretty big trees in Oregon, so you're gonna get your you're gonna you're gonna see some. Uh, I'm trying to connect deeply with the earth. So in California, okay. though, the largest I'm here. tree, uh, or sorry, the tallest tree, the largest tree by volume, and the oldest tree are all in California. Oh, I thought you were going to say are all the same tree, and I was like, why are we not all worshiping at its <laughs> fucking, like, base? So the tallest That's tree point. in the dang universe, I love that these... This, Superlative trees all have names too. Like the idea of naming trees is just really fun. This one is named Hyperion. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> and it's I in, love this tree. And it's in Redwood National Park and it is three Yo, y'all can't. 380 feet tall. Look it up. Just look it up and look at how ridiculous the rest of the trees look. Y'all can't see Lydia right now, but you know that gif of the the excited girl on the birthday who throws the bowl full of candy with her whole family around her, and she's like, ah, and she fucking, that was like Lydia when she heard about that tree's name. It's my favorite. Look it up, look it up, look it up. Hyperion tree. Yeah, hyper-ion. Hyper-ion tree. Oh, it has no, it it is unmatched. It is literally unmatched. It is standing like tall above literally every it's not even the same kind of trees around it it's like a bunch of pine trees around it and it's like ha fuck you i'm my own thing i mean i I gotta imagine if you got a bunch of big trees in one spot they'd compete with each other right yeah well yeah but isn't that sort of what the redwood forest is is there are kind of a bunch of giant fucking trees right next to yeah but i'm saying like this one is big big this guy's big it's but like redwood trees are big he had a great not all 380 feet tall 380 feet is fucking ridiculous. Yes, yes it is. this is my that's favorite fucking tree. Absurd. And that's a fucking sky. This one doesn't have, yeah, I mean, that's a, what, a 38 story building? That's fucking goofy. <laughs> yeah. <It's- laughs> I hate that. When you say it like that, it makes me hate it really bad. It makes me feel weird. I thought it was a species of tree. Hyperion. Come to find out, it's just, just, just that beautiful motherfucker. I mean, the fact that redwoods alone are a tree where we have straight up been like, "Hey, wouldn't it be cool if we carved a tunnel through this so cars could drive through?" and the tree just stays alive. It's Yo. like that kind of sucked, but also I don't care because I'm so big that it doesn't even impact me like that. Is pretty insane. So there's one. Uh, it's named Big Big Boabab. Uh, ba- big, big Baobab. Bob, something like that. Bimbi Bob, big Mbop. Um, <laughs> that is. <laughs> no, no, it's gonna be stuck in my head for the rest of my life. 
really is. is. <laughs> it's true. It, it is no matter what. Anyway, head. this this bastard is. Bi- wait, what was it? Big Balboa. <laughs> Big Baobab. B a o b a b. I don't know how to say that. But I think it's Baobab. Baobab. Sure. Baobab. Anyway, this one's not. Baklava. It's not that huge. It's twenty-two meters high, so sixty some feet high. Bro, I'm looking at a picture. You don't get to tell me it's not that huge. I mean, compared to the 380 foot tall one, but it's there's a school full of children holding hands, and they're not even around. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's real big around. It's it's four forty seven meters in circumference. So what is that? Like 150 feet ish. I'm looking at literally 20 children, and they're not making the circumference of the tree holding hands. This tree is estimated to be roughly six thousand years old. That? Which is which is older than, for instance, the Giza pyramids. This damn tree was there before the pyramids. That fucking takes my breath away. Also, just somebody built a bar inside of it. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> oh my so god! They they squared off a natural vent in the trunk. I don't really know what that means. Apparently, trunks have vents inside of them. Little uh, did I, I mean, know. When you've been around for six thousand years, you start growing weird parts, bro. They made no a, kidding. They made a door and put a railway sleeper car inside of it, and then built a bar in it. They put a fucking rail railway car inside a tree, and then made that a bar. Yeah, that could hold sixty people. Yeah, there was a. I'm sorry. Did you say sixty people? Sixty. Oh man, I found photos. Brb. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. And then they I built. Just, they built a wine cellar below it because it was always a, the, like the same temperature. God, that's fucking beautiful. Did I there's a really good book that I have not not yet read, but know that it's a good book called The Overstory, and it's talking about the importance of trees and how they talk to each other and people's stories with trees. And I just love if you just think about it, love trees, just love them. <laughs> Yeah, man. There's a um, there's a great episode of Radio Lab about how fungal networks from tree to tree can like. Have you listened to that episode? No, yeah, I just love fungal fucking... networks. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> it's true. Yo, they got a dartboard in this bar. I say we go fucking play some cricket. In Where is it? Africa. Drink a beer and it's in sub-Saharan Africa, yeah. South Africa. Because that's where the baobabs are. Sunland Big Baobab. Big old Baobab. All right. Uh, Good for Next it. up on the list of superlative trees is the largest tree in the world by volume at 52,500 cubic feet is General Sherman, also located in California. The names are pretty awesome. This I name, we ma- I've made a petition to change. Yeah, it sounds cool oh, until you realize it's a Civil War general who, like, uh, oh. one of his stances was that we should kill the... No, no, don't care. <laughs> don't want to hear it. If he sucked, he sucked. And let's he just say that he sucked. sucked. And I'm not like to know he, his bad fucking It was trash. like a capital I'm trash. S. I'm trash. Suck. <laughs> I'm trash. Anyway, uh, the tree is awesome. I'm actually kind of surprised that the tallest tree and the widest tree don't... One of them doesn't also have the highest volume oh damn <laughs> that boy big <laughs> whoa wait what uh-huh. am i missing 
the Ryan, general. Ryan did you saw a picture of General Sherman tree? I've seen General Sherman. We decided that he should be in, named Professor. Professor Big Boy. Professor Big Boy is an absolute unit. <laughs> Damn, that boy big! <laughs> I mean, wow. So I think yes. you got to, like, wow. to be biggest by volume, you got to be real tall, but you got to be real thick, too, right? Like That's it. With, like, five or six Cs. Yeah. 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 Because if, if you're the Baobab guy, like, yeah, you're, you know, 150 feet across. Thicker but, than a snicker. But, it, but you can't be 350 feet tall. But if you only tall, go up 60 feet, right, yeah, right, right. You're, not, you're not doing this it. This dude's 275 feet tall with a diameter of 25 feet. Professor Bro. Big Boy. Second, I couldn't find any documentation of what the Native Americans may have called this tree before it was colonized. I mean... People be walking through this tree. There's legit yeah. like a natural tunnel through it. Yeah. It is, uh, so 52,500 cubic feet. Second on the list is 38,000 cubic feet. So it's got a healthy lead over the, the second place tree, which is also a redwood. Damn. Sequoia Semperviernis. Super Friday. Sequoia Always, Super Friday. Oh, Super Friday. Siempre. Yep. A human being Always. looking up at this tree is the equivalent of a mouse looking up at a six foot tall human from a height and volume perspective. Did you just do that That's math in your head? Awesome. Huh? Did you just do that math in your head real quick? No, I found an infographic on the internet that's telling me cool facts about this tree. <laughs> right. <laughs> you you clearly know I can't do that well, math was, in my head. I, I was shocked. Clearly. All right. Um I think there's so many cool trees, but I think oh the the oldest the oldest bastard. Where is he? Oh yeah. I mean let's six out five thousand Yeah, so the 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 tree the tree with the bar in it is he's getting too excited about trees i couldn't i couldn't he's getting too excited about trees and then it just i did this other tree have you ever had a dream like higher than the top of a triosaurus rex anyway oh my god uh that might be true for one of these trees actually how tall were t-rexes at least seven stories yeah but not i'm saying 70 feet 70 feet not 38 stories, right? No, no, no. I'm going to say 70 feet. <laughs> 13. Uh, they weren't even feet. that big. 13. No, they weren't. Oh, no, at the hips. 40. What? I can't do math. Uh, they, can, uh, they cannot have been so big. 13 at the hip is... Oh, because they didn't really stand upright. They were they were sidelong boys. They were like... They were always like kind of bending. Right, right, right. So I guess they weren't that tall. They were real long from tip to tip to tail, though. Tip about to 40, tail, about forty feet. So am I. But if you stacked, you you'd have to stack a, a couple, couple nine, ten T Rexes on their tails to get up to the top of, of that tree. That's some perspective. That's goofy. That's goofy. Uh, being me, who's seen a T Rex in person, I absolutely can believe. That's a really good, that's a gauge, you know what I mean? Since I've seen a lot of T-Rexes in person. We believe you. Yeah, we believe you. I believe you. you because I've personally seen T-Rexes in person. Tell me, tell me. Yeah, it seems like you tell want you want to share more about that. Oh, I, ever been to Chicago? <laughs> <laughs> they got T-Rexes there? Got it. You ever been? 
Uh, yeah, I didn't know they had dinosaurs. They've got the Natural That's... History Museum. Mm. And they've got Sue. Mm. And I saw Sue. Tight. Well, Sue is exactly 40 feet long. And you high-five that Tyrannosaurus claw. Anyway, the oldest uh, verified tree clocks in at 4,852 years because the, the giant Bobab, they're just guessing. They carved it out so they can't count the rings no more. I don't know. Oh, for I, I, don't think, I don't think that's how you do it. But there's a uh, a brittle bristle cone pine in Inyo County, California, that is for sure 4,852 years old. What's its name? Uh, Me- Methuselah. Hmm. Methuselah. Methuselah. There. How about that? That sounds better. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. How about that? <laughs> well, how about that? Yeah, how about that? that? That one we got the exact coordinates for, so we can hunt that one down easy. Mm-hmm. General Sherman's got oh. a, a name plaque in front of it. We could find that one. The, the biggest, easy. The tallest guy, uh, Hyperion, it's a little trickier, but people have made maps to it. They haven't publicized where that one is because they worry people might fuck with it. So how clo- how far away from each other are each of these trees? I'm wondering how pretty, lo- how many mushrooms I need to eat. California's pretty damn big. I don't think you could do it all in a day. One's like way north. Yeah, you're not going to get these trees in I one can't tree. Do, I can't do mushrooms three times in a row. <laughs> Methuselah is uh, way north, like up by Oregon. Okay. And then the, the, the tall and the thick boys are like many hours south. Okay. And Baobab is in Africa, so... Yeah. That, that one's, one's not tallest or biggest, though. It's just got, you know, a bar in it and a cool name. Well, we can play darts inside of it. I think it's pretty sick, and we should check it out. <laughs> it's worth checking out. <laughs> it's worth hanging out inside of, I think. I think so, too. Because it's a tree, <laughs> and we can hang out inside of it. I think so. All right. Um, That'll right. be our pitch on Shark Tank. We play darts in a tree? Tree tourism. I know, a tree mm. that we can hang out inside of. And then like they'll a, be like, what? Mark. And think that it hasn't ever happened before. Mark, I need a tree house. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's right. But it's Sorry. not. It's right. a tree bar. Mm. Wait, but, wait. Now I got an idea, an actual idea. What if? That's the name of this we podcast. Made. Oh, I'm freaking G. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the Spider-Man meme. Oh, my God. Of Spider-Man's pointing at each other. Um, what if we created a tree museum where we recreated the size and shape of these trees in one centralized location, but we made it out of, like, non-tree... You know, like make them out of fucking plastic, plaster. No, not plastic, but like <laughs> plaster and rebar and shit. I mean, it's thirty-eight stories tall. You're literally building a skyscraper. Literally. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. We could have a tree museum where you could visit all these fucking cool trees in the world. But you don't. Have but you to- wouldn't feel bad about carving out a stairwell inside of them and being able to walk to the top of it and standing in this tree grove 380 feet in the air and looking around being like this is what it would be like if you were a bird in that tree okay look this is a million dollar idea i think people would actually probably visit. i think it would be people ex- would invest. i'm not, I'm not actually lying let's all talk at the same time it would be expensive as 
fuck though. Like you're you're building very specialized, very large buildings essentially. Nah, they're just trees. <laughs> it's just trees. Mm. I'm gonna think more about this because I need to really actually figure out what um material we need to use. And what would make it the Mark. cheapest. Fiberglass? Okay. You have to use Lightweight? concrete and steel. It's, it's 38 stories tall. <laughs> if there's a will, there's a way. Paper mache? Spencer. Let's use paper mache. That'll be cheap. <laughs> you know how? Cardboard? You know how when, sticks. You, you know how when pop artists go city to city and they just bring like multiple semi trailers with them? We'll just bring our tree museum city to city and you'll just we'll just put a length of Here's the fucking I, tree. Right, maybe I need to put this in different terms for you. That is uh, a big tree. That's longer than a football field, Ryan. I have no idea what you're talking about. The tree does not compete. The tree is taller than a football field is long. That'd be hard. To, you'd have to take it apart to get it on any semis. I'll tell you that much. That's uh, a wide. A semi trailer. A semi trailer is fifty three feet. So you would have to have six semi trailers to bring one tree around with you. That's still okay. Not great that's math, why we centralized the location for this tree museum, and it's going to be oh, in between everywhere. It's going to be. It's going to be in six, North I mean Carolina. <laughs> The middle of everything. North this, Carolina you, you, is the middle of everything. This idea yeah. got significantly worse, I think, when it became a traveling tree museum. Or would it be California? You're right. <laughs> Anywho, I got some. Everything. I got some quick hitters for us. <laughs> you just picked. You picked both coasts and nothing that's actually in the middle of. Well, I was thinking about centralized between all the continents. Oh, yeah, this is an international tree museum. Yes, I'm thinking many people would want to go there instead of going all the way to California, all the way to South Africa. What a drag. (laughs) Let's just go to North Carolina. Minneapolis is an international airport. I mean, we could do it here. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ryan. Do you want uh, the loudest animal? Oh, yes. Hold on. Sorry. The most determined bird. <laughs> that one. The best human cannonballer. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay. Or the most prolific tweeter of all time. A uh, prolific tweeter sounds depressing. The number is 50 million, and I can't read most of them because they're in Japanese. One person has tweeted 50 million times. That's 30. 30- How do we know that's not just a bot just like pushing out content? Um,. Well, I don't know. That's a good question, and I didn't look that. I didn't look that up at all. I mean, even if they are, it's more than any other bot by at least thirty-three percent. So it's a damn good bot. But I guess I did I mean, say I person. I should say I should revise that and say Twitter account. Account, yeah. But a Japanese food Twitter account named uh, Akiko Lawson has tweeted more than fifty million times. God. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, you didn't like that one. I'm definitely, I'm definitely more interested in the loudest animal and the most persistent bird, or whatever that okay, means. Bet. The uh, the most or the loudest animal on Earth is a type of shrimp called the uh, al- alphidae, maybe. Yeah. Oh wait, is this those snap crackle pop Sna- snapping shrimp? Yeah. Yo, let's go. So they can make a sound 
that is in excess. It's a little, you got to do a little math because it's underwater and whatnot, but it's, it, it's roughly 218 decibels. That's way too many decibels. <laughs> and it makes That's a sound so loud. by snapping its, cl- well, it uses its claw and it's not like the claw, but it's, it shoots water out of it somehow. No. It creates a bubble the, that makes a sound that is 200. It, it makes a bubble that moves 62, 62 miles an hour out of its claw and makes a sound in excess of 200 decibels. Do you think, I don't want to, I don't want to start any more conspiracy theories than we need here, but I'm wondering if maybe the, the blo- the bloop maybe was just a shrimp doing that. Hmm. Uh, just a just a lot of them doing a simultaneous snap. Yeah, they were doing um, synchronized swimming, snapping. Mm-hmm. Maybe they were. Maybe they were doing um, banana, 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 and they just all started getting into sync to do their musical. And well, did you guys know? Did you guys ever f- get asked what the blip, the bloop, the bl- the bloop was? Blip, the <laughs> bloop. You're right. The first time. The bloop. Did you know that you there's it. a there's a fish called the boop boops? Nope. I'm Maybe not they're kidding. responsible. I'm not kidding. Uh, while I continue to recommend other podcasts on our podcast, there's Please. an episode of Radio Lab called Bigger Than Bacon, where you get to actually hear the sh- the snap crackle pop ass shrimp. Mm-hmm. And they, that sounds dangerous. Do they turn it down? I'm gonna take a Google. Uh, well, it's underwater, so it's not even that loud. It's shrimp mm. snapping. See that when they put yeah. it, when they put and they put the microphone underwater, and it just sounds like it sounds like. But apparently, it, but it doesn't sound like crazy loud. Mm, and they don't even get one out to make it snap out of the water. But I think it can't snap out of the water because the water makes the sound. Because the water it needs the water to make the bubble to eject the water at such a high speed to make the sound. What crack. if you just put his hand in the water and then pull it back out? Grab some water, little shrimp. Too long. Mm, got it. You're dunking him. Mm-hmm. He's getting dunked. Right. But even I just, just his hand, not even the whole shrimp. Just get your get your paw in there, sure. pull it back out, and pat pat. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I have trouble cl- doing most things underwater. And imagine yeah, me, snapping me so loud, it's super loud. <laughs> well, how sure. many things have you tried to do underwater? Have you ever tried clapping underwater? <laughs> Yeah, that's tough. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, they do live underwater, so like they're pretty used to doing things. I mean, here's hoping at least, yeah. That it would suck honestly if not. had not crossed my mind, and I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about how maybe I don't. I'm not made for it or something. If you're not a native to it, it might be tough. I literally did not think of that. L- Lydia, not I was a being sh- really hard on myself about how slowly I do things underwater, and I literally live on land and breathe air. You know what? You know what? Not designed for it. I'm What's not for not, me is not for it me. It takes all kinds. That's what my dad says. It takes all kinds. Lydia, not a shrimp hoagland, is going to have a tougher time than that little... You also don't have claws, which is going to make this way harder. No, no, I don't. <laughs> all right, Ryan, most determined bird. We gotta, we gotta pick up Please. the pace here. Uh, okay, all right, give it to me. Most determined bird is the Arctic tern. T E R N. How would, how do you measure determination? Oh, I am curious. Oh, let me tell you. 
This little guy flies 56,000 miles for its annual migration. No, it doesn't. It yes, do. it does. 56,000 no, it, it do. It flies damn near around the entire world. I was going to say, isn't that like... <laughs> are you not going around this motherfucker? Let me, uh, let me drop a photo in the chat for you guys. Wouldn't it be uh, easier if they just stayed at our tree park in North Carolina? Check out the Arctic Terns migratory pattern because depending on where you start, let's say, so Alaska, it goes along the coast of the United States, then it goes along the coast of South America, then it goes around the bottom of South America, then it goes around the bottom of Africa, then it takes a lap around Australia, up over Siberia, like it literally goes around the entire world. So now, th wait, 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 wait. Is this where these birds can migrate, or does one bird do this entire path? So the green there is the migration routes. Basically, yeah. they yes. they breed in like the very northern parts of Canada. The red is where they breed, in like northern parts of Canada, uh, Greenland, and Siberia. And then they spend. And then they go see the they world. They spend the winter in Antarctica, and they take all sorts of crazy paths to get there. God damn! Well, now that I'm looking at a map like this, I'm thinking that more Italy is kind of closer to the center of everything. <laughs> it's because you're looking at a flat map with expensive. Europe in the middle. <laughs> it's gonna be expensive. <laughs> that will do it. Been, that would been do a it. tough five minutes that for would do Lydia. It. <laughs> Okay, wait, hang on. The equatorial circumference of the fucking planet is 24,900 yeah, miles. Take, You're telling me this motherfucker to go from A to B does that twice? I mean, if Wikipedia is lying, then I'm dying. But it, it says <laughs> studies have shown average annual round trips of about 44,000 miles for birds nesting in Iceland and about 56,000 miles for birds nesting in the Netherlands. You know what else you could do? You could call them determined. You could also call them wildly inefficient. Well, Because sure. there's a lot of places you could sit down it's between true. A and We don't B. know what their their bird needs are, though. Well, I, sometimes I think about the things that I hear about in the world, like the trees being so tall and, <laughs> you know, things like I've that. And I that, think that yeah. somebody upstairs just got started to play some jokes on other people and say, I'm going to make a bird with a migratory pattern of 56,000 miles a year, and it's going to be wildly inefficient, and people are going to study it forever and not understand why they would do such a thing. But how fun. It'll keep people puzzled for eons. <laughs> Dumbstruck. Dumbfounded. <laughs> Bamboozled. My breath has been taken away by this bird. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's what it is. Yeah. You, this is your life now. Is following these birds. All right, right. Never setting down for too long in any one place. All right, we got time for one more. Do you want? Uh, let's see. I got a couple space. I thought all we had left was the cannonball. And well, I, I didn't tell you about all of them because that would have been too many to choose from. But I can tell you about. The oh my god! I had more choices. Why, man? What if I made the wrong choice? <laughs> all right. So the, the I'll tell you the I'll, the cannonball one quick. 
the longest human. No, wait, what? Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know if I want the cannonball it's, one. What if there's more choices that I would prefer? I was going to do both. Hold on. I was going to do this one okay, quick right, and then do some more. The longest human cannonball flight is 193 feet, nine inches. Established by David the Bullet Smith Jr. However, damn, David. However, his God. own father contests this and says that he, David Cannonball Smith Sr., holds the record with 200 feet 4 inches. Set, that's a narcissistic parent. That's Yeah, that seems like a terrible relationship. Set on August 31st, 2002. Try to your son all the way into adulthood. <laughs> the Steele County Fair in Owatonna, Minnesota. The human cannonball flight record, according to David Cannonball Smith Sr., was set in Owatonna, Minnesota. I think... God bless. I think that's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so wait, but but why are they... Why are they in disagreement about this? Did it? <laughs> it's unclear. I have this... I have, it I sounds have like a familial like a, sort of uh, lineage of trauma and a cycle to be broken, but instead, dad wants to contest uh, his own son's accomplishments because he's such an insecure man. I, I, I'm seeing that too. I'm seeing drunk dad walking into the living room like, <laughs> I did the I've best been, animal. I've been shot out of I've been <laughs> being shot my whole life. You can never get shot like I got shot. I'll be shooting <laughs> to the moon, you son of a bitch. Oh, oh, oh God, All right. Space records, Ryan. That's what he did. That's how he's. That's how he's. What he said to us. I think you're right, though. We're gonna end with space records. I'm. I'm very excited. Scoop, scoop, scoop. Would you like to scoop, scoop. to guess? What the most time spent in outer space by one person is? I, you, I, I want to guess. A different kind of space records, and I got excited. You really stuck with That's that bit for a while there while none of us were getting it. That was, that was fun. Yeah. That was a fun time. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, the guy who spent the most time in space? Well, way to assume it was a guy. I was saying guess. No, I know it's a guy. You know I'm trying to remember guy. his name right now. I'm trying to remember his name right now. No, I was going for the the time accrued, not the person's name. But if you know the person's name, that's fine, too. Oh, um, I don't know the person's name. I'm trying to think of... He's he's an American, though, isn't he? Nope. You're thinking of Scott Kelly, Arizona senator. But that's not who I'm talking about. Okay, give it to me. Give me the facts. I'll stop speculating dumb shit, because that's how I'm capable (laughs) of It's a, a cosmonaut named Jenedy Padalka who spent 878 days in outer space. Whoa, buddy. Jenedy? G-E-N-N-A-D-Y? I love it. Jenady? I just love it. Jenedy. It's a cool name. It's a good name. I just do love it. That's damn near... Uh, that's two and a half years in outer space. I was going to say, that's almost three years. Is that uh, ISS? Um, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's consecutive 878 days mm. in outer space. That's just like most time clocked in. Yeah. Like total, total cumulative, cumulative time. Um, where would wait, they you put said all this Scott cool. Kelly's? Oh, I would guess this was the Mir space station prior to ISS. Do they just drop it behind like, oh, the Dave Matthews band? It's both. What? What's yeah. your question? 
space Where poop? Where they put all his poop for the, at that long of a time? I mean, they got a bathroom with a toilet, but I think they just blasted into space, like on an airplane, but in she's space. She's like the Dave she, Matthews She band. said, did they just leave it behind like the Dave Matthews band? And that is the firest. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get that reference. Com- have you never heard that story before? The no. Dave Matthews band just dropped a load of loads in a, in a lake. I'm, I'm going to need a little more context. What? It still stands crashing uh, to me. It's still one of the best songs of all time. There is a oh wait, man, classic... we need fucking help, buddy. <laughs> there is a classic story known in Chicago as Poopgate, wherein Dave Matthews Band needed to empty their sewer tank on their tour bus, mm-hmm. and decided to because there wasn't a like RV unload refill station where they were. Refill? They decided what do you to refill do it, it with. Off of a get, what's that? refill. You gotta get new poop in there. <laughs> you don't, you, fresh water comes in, oh, poop uh, water goes see, out. All right. In the process. I understand. Uh and they decided to dump it off of a bridge, and at the exact same time. There were a bunch of uh, like tourists on a fucking sightseeing boat going on the Chicago River underneath the bridge, and they basically like they got pooped rocket on? dumped their shit all over a tourist boat underneath the bridge. I love the Dave Matthews fans <laughs> <laughs> because of this. Yes, <laughs> There's, you, you look up look to them because shit? of this moment. That's the ultimate. That's the ultimate prank to put real poop on somebody, and not just <laughs> real poop. Loads all over Apparently, many people. We're seeing some shit we ain't never seen before, kid. Oh, literally. Shit we've never seen before. Literally. literally. Can you imagine being they did one it of while the, driving. Oh, for fuck's sake. Can you imagine being on that boat? <laughs> <laughs> just, just, oh my God. Yeah, I would have been pooped upon. You got bin- binoculars around your neck looking at the architectural majesty that is downtown Chicago and just starts raining fucking feces on you. shit. It's a shit storm, bro. That's what these astronauts are doing to us all the time. Shitting into space and it comes raining down. That's not how that works at all. It doesn't come back to Earth. Who's to say, Spencer? Who's to say? We never know if it comes back because what if it dropped in the middle of Antarctica and no one was there when a tree falls in the forest? Does anyone hear a sound? (laughs) When a poop lands on an iceberg and there's no one there to see it, did a man really crash? You're saying that meteorites Mm -hmm. are just feasts? Can you repeat the question? You just abbreviate feces to feasts? Yeah. Why did can I ask word. you a it question? Be Why would you Poop say shit? that? Why does feces have two syllables? This should be one. Feces. Well, this has been the what if. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems like a good place to end. Yeah, I think. I think I, I need to it. time out. Honestly, we've, we've arrived. <laughs> <laughs> I think feces just sent me to do that. Dude, too. I'm really like pretty upset. <laughs> <laughs> well. Thanks for hanging out, Lydia. Do you wanna, I love you guys uh, so much. Lydia has a podcast. I love you too. It's so good to see your face. Ha- Thanks for being on the show. Anything you want to promote, <laughs> Lydia? Did you maybe put out a new song recently or anything? Was there maybe somebody <laughs> trying to set you up to promote your podcast while Ryan was talking over him? <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't even, I did, I, the audio didn't even come through. I literally didn't even hear you. Fucking Zoom. Please, please accept his apology. <laughs>
I accept your apology, Ryan. Lydia, you have the floor. Thank you. I, yeah, I just started a podcast because what <gasps> else are you going to do? We don't know. What's it called? Where do you, where do you hear know. it? Well, you can hear it on everything. It's called Solicited Advice. It's, my, it's me and my best friend from third grade, and people send in <gasps> questions, and we answer them to the best of our ability while trying to just be help, be helpful and also be funny. Hell yeah. How does someone get solicited advice from you? What if Spencer and I want to ask you a we question and then come website, on your show? We have a website, and it is literally, I can't believe it was open, www.ryanyourenotgonnabelievethis.com. I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> www.need-advice.com. Okay, tight. And that's where someone can go request advice? Literally, they could send me an email. If Spencer and I need advice on something, can we ask you our question and then come on your show and you can give us the advice live? Absolutely. I'll do anything for you guys. It's true. Brilliant. I really did mean that. You need me to mow your lawn? I'm there. (laughs) I'm there. Well, congrats on your podcast. You have new music out too, don't you? Do you want to tell people about your new music? I just released a cover of a song. Uh, Spencer will help me do that. Thank you, Spencer. Is that on streaming places or just on? It'll be on streaming places on Friday. It'll be on Spotify. It was a cover of Elliot Smith's Between the Bars, uh, and I recorded it for my thousand days sober. Yeah, boy. But then Spencer and I have a song coming out January 1st. Yeah. Let's let's stink and go. Hey, congrats on all that stuff. Thanks, man. Thanks. Congrats on being, having a good day yesterday and being new. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks for being on the show. It's good to see you. It's good to see you too. Bye friends. All right. Bye. We love Love you guys. Uh, Hey, if you want to leave us a voicemail, 612-246-4614. It's hi at whatifpodcast.com. Go get your holiday swag for your loving family members. If you want to, it's shop.whatifpodcast.com. And we're at What If Pod on all the social medias. That's where you can find us. And uh, we don't know nothing else. So uh, we'll see you next time. Who the fuck?